Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live. Today we have Casper Van Dien and Alice Lucy from the upcoming film Mad Heidi, which is doing a one-night theater event this coming June 21st across theaters across the whole country. So you guys are gonna have to check this out. Check this film out. It is highly entertaining. And uh, I gotta tell both of you guys, when I watched the film, I never check Rotten Tomato scores, never. But I was curious to see what the critics who have seen it thought about it. This movie has a 90% score, you know? So it resonates with audiences far and wide as it did with me. I want to welcome you both to the show. Thank you so much for being here. And we're going to talk about Mad Heidi. So I want to start with Alice. Um, now, when you first read this script, because this is a, a satire horror comedy, uh, you know, definitely. Uh, what were your thoughts when you read through the script? My first thoughts were definitely, this is absolutely bonkers. <laughs> um, I think, you know, I got sent the sort of synopsis of the film that even when I try and explain it now, it makes my makes me laugh um, and when I try and share with people what it's about. But I think, you know, you could tell how much passion and how much thought had gone in to making this film and getting it to the point where it was where they'd asked me to audition. I thought, I just, I have to get involved. People that are this passionate, I want to meet and I want to get involved with. I mean, I can imagine. So what's your movie about? It's about cheese. Uh, I mean, it's about cheese, pretty much. <laughs> now, Casper, you have countless credits to your name. Uh, what was it like stepping into President Miley's shoes? Uh well, this the script. When I got the script, it was like, like Al said, it's bonkers and wild. And and I read it, and I loved the Starship Troopers quotes and references in yeah. it. And I, I was so thrilled with these filmmakers. And then they told me everything that they were doing. They were crowdfunding it. They were, you know, all all these people were on board. I loved the script. I loved that they were uh, taking a, a, the Mad Heidi story, the, the Heidi story, the Heidi of the Alps story, and making it Mad Heidi. I just thought that was great. And I love. Uh, that they wanted to be the first Swiss exploitation film ever. So I was thrilled with it. And I love all the, uh, the the commercials and the propaganda things that they did with it. I thought it was just, I think these guys were geniuses. They were, they really were. And, you know, crowdfunding films, there is a little disclaimer in the beginning of the film, which I, I thought was great. It adds to the aura of the film, letting you know that this is a crowdfunding film. It's sort of letting the audience prepare themselves for what they're about to watch. Like, you're about to go on a wild ride. Uh, now, Alice, you play Heidi. We see Heidi go through three stages. She's in love when we first meet her. Then she is imprisoned. And then we finally get to see warrior Heidi. How did you approach those three different aspects to your character? I think... Heidi was going on a journey throughout that film. It's very evident her arc is, you know, quite clear in the emotional states that that she's in. Um, for me, having done predominantly theatre beforehand, where everything is shot in sort of chronological, uh, you know, performed in chronological order, this was not in any kind of chronological order whatsoever. So for me, I wanted to make sure that every day I turned up, I knew what scenes we were doing, and I knew what Heidi knew in that moment, because actually. If I'd have shot, you know, something from the end of the film and then the next day we're doing something right at the beginning, mm -hmm. 
I, I can't carry that energy from the day before. So for me personally, as the actor, it was a massive learning curve on how to let go of things that you've done the day before. And you have to turn up fresh to set every day with just a new a new you know look on on what you're going to do and get ready to face whatever is thrown at you that day exactly <laughs> and there was a lot thrown at us <laughs> now casper uh, a lot of the film satire is pointed to towards world war ii germany you play the dictator cheese but it's in switzerland and of all funny that's just funny in itself switzerland is like a neutral place um yeah. What were your thoughts on how the writers handled, uh, you know, World War II Germany and put it into this real spoofy satire setting? Well, you know, they wanted to make the first ever Swiss plantation film. They're Swiss Germans. They wanted to uh, poke fun at their own culture and their own people. And they, they wanted to do jokes that were personal to the Swiss and, and, and do it in a way that was funny. I mean, they really... They knock the, when people are knocking the piss out of themselves, I love it. So when people can do that and they can have fun doing it, it's great. So uh, I was thrilled to read this because it, it, you know, the, the 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 references to Starship Troopers were amazing, which you know was a propaganda war film too as well. Mm -hmm. So it fit fit well within that theme for me. Um, I thought they masterfully played it, and uh, I wanted to try to to do that with them when 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 they first called me for it i was working on a german accent for uh, a dialect accent for another film but then that film got pushed so i then switched it over to swiss german when i got offered this one and then sometimes occasionally when i would do it they go casper that was too german you have to do more swiss this is more like this and they tell me what i had to do but then i was doing it kind of like i didn't want to be as you know like a yeah I wanted to, I was throwing, like trying, sometimes I would do it and my dialect coach would say, that sounds like Tommy Wiseau. And I would go, perfect. And then he'd go, that sounds like uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I go, perfect. That's what I wanted. <laughs> so I kept getting these different things. I didn't want to be 100%, you know. Yeah. And you know, that holds true for every character. You have some that speak straight up American English. Uh, yeah. And you're trying to figure out where everybody's from and everybody's from everywhere. Uh, Alice, do you think Heidi's motivations change from revenge to survival while she is imprisoned, or is revenge her constant, her main theme throughout the film? I think Heidi's definitely a complex individual, and I think that having been, you know, she's grown up, her grandfather's taken her away from, you know, society, as it were, and has, you know, that's what's led her, I think, to this initial rebellious streak. I think a lot in the beginning is confusion for her because it's now a world that she's entering into. Then, you know, Peter's taken away from her and there is that anger within her. But I think there's also a lot of anger towards where she doesn't know who she is or what she's doing or yeah. what her surroundings really are because she's been so isolated. So I think there's definitely anger and revenge. I think that in the middle of the prison scene, it turns to survival. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, she refuses to eat the cheese and she becomes very weak and musters the courage to escape. And I think then it leads back on to revenge. But there there are a few moments in the script that were changed towards the end where actually Heidi becomes enlightened to the fact that it's not about revenge. It's about personal strength. Mm -hmm. That part of the script was taken out. <laughs> but I hope that that kind of still comes comes through. Is it that does. Actually it's, 
it's not about revenge. It's about personal strength. It's about finding your community of people to stand by your side, to go through life with. And I think that just towards the end, she finds that switch and, and isn't alone anymore. And I'll tell you exactly where that comes through. It comes through in Heidi in the towards the end in the arena when she's in like that gladiator type arena where you just talked about. That's where it, it came through for me. Now, Casper, do you have a, a a different approach when you approach a satire comedy? Uh, do you do stuff differently? Do you just go with it as you would any other role? Um, I've I've done so many different things over the years and and uh i've gone through different acting coaches my whole life and in different uh schools acting schools and everything like that i've gone through everything i've tried doing different ways i just try to find what works best for each character at the time this was a lot of fun to work on this one it was a lot of fun to get in there and see the heart and soul of the people and reading the script it was just it, it was very you know, the character just was speaking to me and then yeah. the day when i got, when they let me play with it i just uh, i was enjoying it so this one was definitely different a different process but i i thoroughly enjoyed it i mean I, I was having the best time of my life is that how you approach like the majority of your characters whether the movie is serious horror drama you try to make it your own and have as much fun as possible with it well i think i mean all theatricals are all plays and we're supposed to play. And if we're not playing, we're not really doing our job. So I, my job is to, to, to actually try to bring the play to life yeah. as whatever it is. Now, sometimes that's a character that is very uh, not emotional. I did this one where I was called assailant and I just come after people and I'm, I'm relentless. I'm like a, like a, the Terminator uh, in, in that one. And then I have other ones where I'm, I'm playing different kinds of characters. This one was somebody that could just, uh, it was just written different. So yeah, it was, yeah. That's, it, was, uh, it was fun to play. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now, I was about, I was going to call you, uh, I was going to call you by your last name, literally. Uh, Alice, um, this character, Heidi, it's very physical. It seemed very uh, demanding on you physically from when you're in prison, especially onto the warrior scenes. When you were filming this, how much of a toll did it take on your body and the physicality of this particular role? I think it depended on the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there there was like I said about the chronology of the of shooting, there were days where um we did the the fight in the prison and we were on like a picnic bench and because we shot it so many times, my whole leg was was completely bruised. Um, and then the next day I was shooting one of the first scenes of the film where actually I haven't been injured yet. So we had to spend 10 minutes in makeup covering up the bruises on my leg and and making sure that continuity wise it, it made sense. But I, I feel very grateful that I actually got to use sort of my own martial arts skills in the film. Um, I am a trained martial artist. I'm a second down nice. black belt in Taekwondo. So I got to bring that in and it was definitely it was definitely hard i'd done a lot of preparation before going out to switzerland to make sure that sort of stamina wise i was there i didn't quite anticipate how heavy the halberd would be um that was a lot heavier than than i thought um but no i i yeah i feel very grateful that i got to use those skills but yeah there were definitely days where i fell asleep very quickly Now, Casper, like we said earlier, the main theme of this movie is cheese, okay? It revolves around cheese and the president's fascination with world domination, with cheese. I mean, as silly as that sounds, it really works for this film. 
now, the cheese itself, is it supposed to represent some kind of a message or a throwback, a satire or something? Or is it just just for the silliness of it? You know, let's let's just pick cheese, Switzerland, and let's make that the main theme of the movie. You know, this, this, the Swiss cheese thing, uh, definitely... Uh, the Swiss have their cheese and their chocolates and their knives. And so they wanted, these filmmakers are all Swiss people. They wanted to make fun of themselves and also pay tribute to themselves and do their first Swiss exploitation film ever. And they were, they wrote it that way. And it was so good. I, it was so good. Yeah. I even... <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> I, I loved it. I was like, I could tell you had, I could tell you had so much fun with this. Uh, Alice did uh, you with uh, Commandant Noor. Okay. Your scenes yeah. together are hysterical. It also looked like you two had a lot of fun shooting this together. Uh, what was it like working with Max Rudlinger was the actor who played it? What, what was that like? Was that fun or what? Oh, it was a blast. He's so funny as, you know, he's, I think he's brilliant as Knorr. Um, Max as an individual is so wonderful to work with. He's a clown, he's an improviser and, uh, you know, he's a trained clown and, and he really brings that, that to set with him and, you know, often no he made everyone laugh that laugh that he does in the film was consistent throughout but he would do that you know on and off set you know off screen to make people laugh because he knew he knew it would work i, I was trying um, to figure out what was that he was smoking was that a cigar it was crooked and the thing that he's throughout yeah. <laughs> the whole movie while he's trying to smoke this thing i'm like is that that's not a cigarette is that a cigar <laughs> i couldn't figure out what the hell that was um now it's hinted that heidi's story might not be over uh would you jump at the opportunity uh if this film is really really successful uh which i think it's going to be and a call comes in that hey we're doing a sequel to this is that something that you would be all over absolutely you know mad heidi for me heidi's journey's just begun we've introduced the world of mad heidi to people now and actually i think in mad heidi 2 is where you'll get to the the nitty-gritty and i'm sure the the directors have got more cheese puns up their sleeve <laughs> uh before we go casper i'm going to throw the last question to you uh like alice said the majority of her experience is in theater uh several motion pictures under her belt but what was it like working with alice on the set uh, you know tell us about the experience Okay. Yeah. So I've been working for 35 years in this business and you come in onto a, a movie like this, it's completely crowdfunded. All the investors are, a, a lot of the investors were playing extras in it and, or working on the crew. And then, so you had, it was such a family environment, but then you have your lead actress, the lead of the film, Alice come in there and she just was nailing out of the park. She was friendly and loving and supportive to everyone. It's the way you're, you're supposed to be. She, Remind me of old time Hollywood actresses that are, you know, supposed to be, you know, the you just love them and, and everything. But she's added a new wave to it. And it was the the personality was wonderful. So uh, my wife and I, my wife was there. We both adopted her right away. We're like, she's ours. We want her. We love her. So um, uh, we were grateful to have her on the film. And she was just always friendly yeah. and uh, just a, a, a an absolute gem to work with so for me i i loved it and i'm directing a movie this summer and i'm gonna try to steal her and get her in on it awesome awesome and you know when it really comes through on the screen when the actors the crew really 
create an atmosphere that is conducive to creativeness. And that really comes through in this movie. You both did a fantastic job in your roles in this film. Uh, Again, to our audience, this is having a one-night special theater event June 21st across theaters uh, in the United States. Be sure to check it out. And Canada, it's, a, it's the Fathom oh. event. So you can go on Fathom yep. on your Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. You can see the Fathom event and you can find a lo- location for the theater near you. I'm going to go in St. Pete and watch it with my uh, friends and family. That's awesome. Yeah, it is a Fathom event. Thank you for, for uh, reminding me of that. So you could go to Fathom's website. And I believe like on the East Coast, the start time is sometime like around 7 p.m. It literally yeah. is one showing uh, across the U.S. and Canada. So if you want to see it on the big screen, you're going to have to check it out June 21st. Casper Van Dien, Alice Lucy, thank you both again for being our guest. Guys, uh, thank you to our audience live and those who will be watching this later on. Go check out this film. It's, it's going to take you on a wild ride and you're going to just find yourself thoroughly entertained when it's done. Thank you for watching. On behalf of Casper, Alice, and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody. Thank you, man. Thank you.